Hey everyone, yes I do mean you, it's me, Silver Daddy. Are you ready for another exciting adventure, aka trip or trippin' with me? We're about to discover and share some amazing life stories. If I take a few sudden tangent turns along the way, don't worry, because I'll find our way back. Come on, climb aboard, and buckle up, because we are ready to start another great episode of Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's Trippin' with Silver Daddy. And this week is all about my road trip. So, when I say road trip, it's because I'm on the road and I'm actually headed home. When I say home, I'm talking about my birthplace, where I was born and raised. That's Cincinnati, Ohio. So I'm on my way to go home to see family. Normally, when I go home, from Florida, from Fort Lauderdale, which is an 18-hour drive. I don't do it all in one day. But I would just go up 75, and when you go through 75, you go up just through, like, Atlanta. Then you go through Knoxville, or Chattanooga, Knoxville, and then Lexington, and you're up in Cincinnati. However, I decided I need a break, and I want to take a road trip and do kind of a roundabout way to get to Cincinnati and that's what this show is going to be about I don't know where I'm going to be well I kind of know where but I don't know what I'm going to be doing it about so I'm going to do some segments just stopping when I need a break and that's what it's about so I'm actually going to go today and tomorrow and the next day I left Fort Lauderdale three hours ago. I'll be going through Orlando, then Gainesville, Florida, then Tallahassee, and then I'm spending the night in Pensacola, and then tomorrow I will go through Mobile, Biloxi, and I'm spending the night in New Orleans. Never been there. Never been to the state. I'm really excited. And then after New Orleans, I'm going up to West Memphis in the Memphis area. West Memphis is also kind of important because that's in Arkansas. The reason these two states are so important to me, there's four states in the United States that I've never been to. Louisiana, where New Orleans is, and Arkansas, where West Memphis is. So I'm going to hit two more of my states after this road trip, and then I only have two more. They're way up north, Minnesota and North Dakota. Don't know when. So I'm in Orlando. It's very windy, as you can see by my hair. And it's actually 7 o'clock in the morning. You know, when you go to Orlando, there's a lot of things to do in Orlando. People either like going to go see Mickey Mouse at Disney or Universal Studios. There's SeaWorld. There's Legoland. There's Gatorland. There's International Drive, Orlando Magic Basketball. There's so many things you can do in Orlando. But where did I have to go? I had to go to my favorite 
that I haven't had in over probably eight months. That's where I'm at now. Where is that? Let me show you. I'm at White Castles. I love White Castles. Many of you probably don't know too much about White Castles. So I'm going to educate and tell you. Did you know White Castles? The owner, Frank Anderson, actually invented the hamburger bun back in 1916. And he's the co-founder of White Castles back in 1920, 1921, which was in Wichita, Kansas. So the way White Castle started, ground beef was really cheap, and they were trying to find people, they were actually trying to find a way to get people to eat ground beef. So back in the 1920s, what happened was there was a book that was published by Sinclair Lewis, I believe, called The Jungle. And The Jungle talked about all this, what was happening in meat packing plants, how people were actually being killed and their bodies were being into the meat thing. And, and it just talked about all the bad things about beef and what was happening. So people really didn't want to eat ground beef. But ground beef was so cheap, so Frank was trying to figure a way how he could get people to eat it. They co-founded and they found White Castles. Just to give you an idea, White Castles, when they started, the burger was only five cents. Only five cents. So they made it very economical for people to be able to afford it and eat this. White Castles now, it's like gone up a little in price. Let's just put it this way. It's over 200 or over 100 years. In 100 years, the price has gone up like 2,280%. But that's okay. It's still a great thing. So White Castles, when they started, they're actually grilled on a steamer, a steam table. And they're small little burgers. They are the home of the original slider. There's other people that have sliders and all that. It's the original slider. And this is what it looks like. Tiny little burger. I put my thing down and it'll blow away. Mine's a cheeseburger. And basically, oh, my bun's kind of stuck. Do you see there's like little holes in it? Do you see that, the little holes? Those little holes started in 1956 by a guy in Cincinnati, Ohio. Imagine that, Cincinnati, Ohio. All these smart people from Cincinnati, Ohio. But the holes started because the steamer would actually go through the holes and they could cook the burger without even having to flip the burger. Go figure, they found a great and easier way to cook it. So White Castles, when they started back in the 1920s, was all worried about cleanliness. Because of this book, The Jungle, and talking so bad, and, and they really just exposed the problems in meatpacking, they wanted to have a very clean place. So to have a clean place, they made the whole place white. 
It was a small little square building. They put some things on it, it looked like a castle. That's how the name White Castles came about. But one of the other things that they actually did was made it the viewing area where you could actually see them cooking the burgers. Because they wanted to make sure everyone knew how clean the place was. White Castles was one of the first fast food restaurants. Now, unlike the other famous fast food restaurant, McDonald's, White Castles is small in comparison. They only have about 350 locations in the United States, where McDonald's has like 14,000. So White Castles basically, Orlando is the furthest south that they are. That's why I stopped here, because it's the only one in Florida. But they're the furthest south, and then they go up to Minnesota, and I think St. Louis over to the East Coast. They're not even all over the United States. But amazingly, they have two international restaurants. They have two restaurants in um, somewhere in China. What's that city in China? Shanghai. They have two restaurants in Shanghai, China. Can you believe that? Yeah, so I love White Castles. It's a, you know, very, what can I say? It's, it's like my hometown. We used to go to White Castles all the time after football games in high school. When you had too much to drink, White Castles was always open. You'd go there. So White Castles basically are all over the East Coast. But the funny thing is, remember how I said it started in Wichita, Kansas? There's no White Castles in Kansas anymore. They moved their headquarters like in 1930 to Columbus, Ohio. So there's really no White Castles left in Kansas. But that's where I'm at. It's one of my favorite places. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to start driving again. And when I get to another little city that either something that I might be interested in, I'm going to stop and I'm going to record a segment. That's what this show is going to be about. I don't know where I'm going next. You'll know when we get there. Hey, listen to my sponsors and I'll be right back. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Do you know I used to be able to put a whole one of these in my mouth? I won't try it anymore. I'll be right back. Do you want to upgrade your home to maybe waterfront property or looking for investment property here in Broward or West Palm Beach counties and you want it to be hassle-free and stress-free and drama-free, then you need real estate agent Mark. He has years of customer service and knows this market. Let me tell you, the great thing about real estate agent Mark is he always answers his phone. He's never missing an action. This is why I recommend real estate agent Mark to my family, friends, and you, my followers. So it doesn't matter if you live in New York, LA, Dubai, Rome, London, or Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. If you're looking to buy real estate in South Florida, contact real estate agent Mark. You can contact him at palmbeachrealtor4u.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Tripping with Silver Daddy. 
Let me just tell you, the weather sucks. It's cold and it's misty and rainy. And I'm at the University of Florida. So that means I'm in Gainesville. You know, this is the home to the sixth largest university in the United States. It is also the largest and oldest university here in the state of Florida. Their sport teams are known just by the word Gator. That's how everyone knows the University of Florida sports team. You know, Gatorade was actually invented here at the University of Florida. Get it? Gator and the Florida Gators. Gatorade was invented for the sports teams here. But Gainesville has a lot more to it than just the university. You know, it is a very, what we say, young populated city. The average age in Gainesville is about 26 years of age. And it's also home to a really thriving music venue and scene, a lot of bars. I mean, if you have the largest university, you're gonna have a lot of bars. But you also have a lot of entertainment, music festivals, and music going on. But the city is also known for its green living spaces. There's a lot of forest around. Actually, driving into the city, I went past where I did one of my very first shows at Payne Prairie. So that's just on the outskirts of Gainesville. Also in Gainesville, and I'm gonna go find it, they have what they call a large sinkhole. And I believe it's called Devil's Millhopper. Don't have an idea, any clue where that name came from. But I'm gonna go check that out. There's a lot of things going on here. But I'll tell you one thing. This is just one of my pit stops on my way all the way over to New Orleans. So we're gonna keep stopping as we're going when I find things that are interesting. And as I said, with this being the largest university in Florida, you pretty much have to stop here and see it. Unfortunately, weather's not cooperating with me because of the beautiful mist and it's only 60 degrees Fahrenheit. It's probably 20 degrees cooler here than it is in Fort Lauderdale. So, not the best, but I'm having fun. And I'm getting to see things. That's the stadium. It's behind that big tree there. I'll show it to you. But there's a lot of things. So all those who are listening to my podcast, if you're actually on YouTube you can actually see what I'm showing. But that's the stadium, the football stadium where they play. Hey everyone, this is gonna be a real short little segment because I'm freezing and it's cold. Oh, the other cool thing is, look at this. The trees here, they actually change colors. Not like in South Florida. Why don't you listen to this short sponsor break and I'm going to go somewhere else. Don't know where I'm going to be next. Stay tuned and you'll be there with me. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Woo! Hey, do you like...
like premium fetish and leather products? Then you need to go to Leatherworks. That's where I go shopping. They make so many things in-house and they only use the best quality leather. Leatherworks is inclusive of all sexuality, gender, and body types. So even me, Daddy Bear, can get the perfect fit. You can join the Lifestyle Club program. It offers discounts on in-store products and classes. Yes, they have specialty classes. And they also have community parties. If you need to buy that special gift or want that unique holiday gift, go to leatherworks.com. That's leatherworks is spelled W-E-R-K-S dot com. And you can buy online. Hi everyone, welcome to my next stop. You know, I told you I was doing the stops on my way to wherever I'm going to be tonight, which I think is going to be Pensacola. But I'm at my third stop, and if you haven't figured it out, I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. That is the state capital of Florida. That's the Capitol building. And that Capitol building is the third tallest, highest Capitol building in the United States. You know, that is home to our, you know, governor. So, I don't know what this guy's doing. He's running the street for Jesus. So, but Tallahassee, a lot of interesting things here. First of all, it is the home to Florida State University, the Seminoles. Not the largest university like where I was at down in Gainesville, but a very popular university. Very well known, a lot of people go to this university. The other thing about this university, besides just being really big in sports, they have some historical values to it too. Some of it all not good, I'll talk about that in a minute. But this city is known for education. Why do I say that? This city has more residents that have at least a bachelor degree from college or higher education. About 50% of all the people who live here, there's about 190,000 people in the city, 50% of them have a college degree. So it is the most educated city in Florida. Not only that, this city it has snowed, and it feels like it's going to snow now. It's so cold. This city, it has snowed seven times in history. The last time was in July of 2018. Some snowstorm came through, and they had snow and all that. Whenever it snows, the whole city shuts down, and they take all these photographs of it snowing, and they put them in the museums. Oh, speaking of museums... There's 15 museums in this little city. It's not a big city. There's over 15 museums in here, and there's like 24 art galleries. They love their art, and they love their museums. They have an auto museum here that has a lot of the Batmobiles, the original ones that actually run, not the fake ones. But they have several of the original Batmobiles here, but they have something historical here which people who really love history, 
they have the horse-drawn hearst that took the coffin and the body of Abraham Lincoln to his grave. So there's all kinds of museums, art, college town, bars, music, parties, all that kind of stuff. But what's really cool, there's hills here. It's not flat. Look, there's a hill right there. These cars are coming up that hill. There's a hill there. Look, there's a hill behind me. They actually have hills. It's not flat like the rest of Florida. It's the hilliest part of Florida. They call it the Red Hills. Not only do they have hills, oh my gosh, they have the tallest peak in Florida is in this county. The tallest peak, it's a whole 288 feet above sea level. Can you imagine 288 feet above sea level? It's the highest point in Florida. Well, it is 285 feet higher than where I'm at. You know, I get a 10 foot wave coming off the Atlantic, I'm flooded. Very different geography, and it does get colder here. Like, it, you know, besides snowing, the trees do lose all their leaves. Feels more like you're living up north. I really like it. I love this feel. I love the environment. I love this colder weather. If I just would have dressed warmer. Still in my shorts and flip-flops. The rest of the stuff's packed in my car. My car's over there. And check out those cool trees. Did you ever see trees so cool? So if you're listening to me, again, on my audio and not on my YouTube, there's some photographs and videos, and you can see some really cool trees. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happens here, but the funny thing is, it's not a big city. It's actually a pretty small city. When I say small, it's not like an Orlando or a Miami or even a Fort Lauderdale. Very small city. And a lot of people wonder why this place became the capital. And the reason it actually became the capital because when the capital was being decided and all that, the two major cities where businesses were was Jacksonville on the East Coast and Pensacola over on the Gulf on the West side. So they were looking for a place in between and the largest city in between was Tallahassee. So they picked Tallahassee. So we're up here in the panhandle handle of Florida and that's where the state capital was established. Even though a majority of all the people in Florida live down in Miami-Dade County in Miami. It's a 10-hour drive from Miami to get up here. So it's kind of weird the capital is in such a weird place. But remember I was saying this city has some also, I would call it needing a new muffler on that car is what I would call it or that truck. So, this university here, um, Florida State 
University is also the university where the serial killer Ted Bundy came and broke into the sorority, Chi Omega sorority, and murdered two of the students there. He was also arrested here in Florida. He was tried in Florida. He was found guilty, and he was also executed here in Florida. So, this town also has its dark side that goes with it because of that historical point of view. I'll tell you one thing. I'm cold. It's cold out. And I gotta get going to my next stop. We're gonna keep moving because I've been actually traveling, let's see, six, seven, eight, nine hours so far today. And I think I'm gonna make it to Pensacola and that's gonna be my last stop. So you listen to this sponsor and then I'll see you in Pensacola because you're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I'll be right back. Did you know if you live within 20 miles of the ocean, there is saltpeter in the air? Saltpeter is very bad for your car. It can cause rust and dull your paint. So you need to get your car washed at least once a week if you live within 20 miles of the ocean. That's why I go to Majestic Car Wash. My Blue Beauty, I only trust Majestic Car Wash. They're located at 2781 North Federal Highway. You know, you have your choice. Your car can go through the 40-foot long cleaning tunnel, or it can be hand washed. They also have a detail shop that can make your car look brand spanking new. So where do I take my Blue Beauty? To Majestic Car Wash. You need to go there today. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Oh my god, what a day it's been. I actually have some lessons learned today. Like, double check your map on how far you have to drive. Because my last drive, I thought it was only like an hour. It was three and a half hours. I started at four o'clock in the morning. I didn't get done till four o'clock. So that's 12 hours of driving just to get to here, Pensacola. I'm finally here, and I'll tell you, from Fort Lauderdale to here, it is a long drive, especially when it's raining and all that. And you may hear a lot of people around me because they're having a festival. Actually, they're having a holiday party. And I'm at, as you can see behind me, I'm at Roundup. And this is the review stage. Roundup is one of the bars I've been wanting to come to for a long time. Ever since my family used to go to Destin, I heard about Roundup. And they have nice and cold beverages that I need after driving all day. But a little bit about Roundup. So on Wednesday, Friday, and Sundays, they have the review. They have the drag show. And that's hosted by Monica Hart. And on Monday, 
They have every college favorite game, beer pong. And on Tuesdays, they do karaoke. And on Thursdays, this is my night, they do trivia. There's so much that goes on at this bar. Not only do they do the shows, but they have darts, and they have pool, and they have great drinks, and they have a lot of people here. Look, it is a really cool bar. See, they got the pool tables back there. Huge bar. And then we got the stage here. And you know Silver Daddy likes his damn stage. So this is where I ended up on my first day of my road trip going back to Cincinnati. As I told you, I was going to take a long way around. And when I mean long way, 12 hours was a long way around. But I am finally here in Pensacola, and I am at Roundup. And this is going to be the end of my first day. It was a challenging day, let me tell you. I hope you enjoyed the show, and remember as always, love, peace, and respect. Hey, you've been watching Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Bye!